In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three, and One who has come in order to be the fulfillment of the law for us. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, so are you a rule breaker? That was how we opened up today's service, by asking you that question. And some of you probably are going, well, yeah, that's, that's kind of me. You know, you're the kind of person who's like, yeah, I, I, I break rules. You resonate with a statement, if it ain't broke, break it. You've got this sense about you that you're like, well, if there's a rule there, then I am going to probably, simply because it's a rule, try to do the other thing. Whatever the rule is telling me not to do, I am going to do that. Unless I know that I'm going to get in lots of trouble and maybe I won't do that. But there's an inclination of your heart that you're a rule breaker. And yet others of us in this room are getting very nervous. Because we're the rule followers. We're the ones that say, well, those rules are there for a reason. And if we follow those rules, then we'll all be happy. We'll all enjoy life together. And it's those rule breakers, they're the ones that make our lives terrible. And so we are going to be people that are rule followers. Thank you very much. And that's really where we come into our gospel lesson this morning. Is that you have kind of this dichotomy of rule followers and rule breakers. Because you you have the Pharisees that are kind of getting together and they're huddling together and, and they're coming up with a question for Jesus. Now, if you don't know anything about the Pharisees, the Pharisees were people that really, really, really loved rules. In fact, they had searched the Torah, and they had found in the Torah, they had found 613 rules. I mean, Ten Commandments, that's for chumps. 613 rules. 365 of those rules are stated in the negative. So you get a you shall not for every day of the year. And slightly less than that, 284 of them, I think I did the math right there, are stated in the positive. You shall do this. And so when they come up and they ask Jesus, hey, which commandment is greatest? They're coming at him with a full deck. Which one of these? One of them even talks about not eating the skin of grapes. We can talk about that after service if you really want to get into it. And so they're saying, well, which one of these is the greatest? Jesus. And they're asking that from the direction of rule followers. Because they are coming on the heels of Jesus talking to some people that are, well, kind of rule breakers. They only get kind of a cameo appearance in our reading for today, but in our reading for today we find out that the reason that the Pharisees are going to Jesus is because that their other party in Judaism, the Sadducees, had just been talking to Jesus. And they had been talking to him about the resurrection, something that they didn't believe in, which kind of made them rule breakers. 
They didn't believe in the resurrection. They didn't believe in angels. They didn't believe in any of that you know, spooky religious stuff. We just want a good ethical sort of way to live our lives. That was the Pharisees' perception of things. And so when they're asking Jesus about the resurrection, they're trying to trap him into a place where they can say, well, you're a rule breaker, just like us, Jesus. All that stuff about the Sabbath, we know how you feel about that. Yeah, you're one of us, Jesus. And Jesus shuts them down. He goes, "Uh, uh-uh, not one of you. And so that intrigues the Pharisees. Because if there's anything that intrigues a rule follower, it's somebody who shuts down rule breakers. And they go, well, I'm not sure about this Jesus guy. But he certainly does not appear to be a rule breaker, so maybe he's a rule follower. Let's go and talk to him. Let's go and find out what he thinks is the greatest rule. Which is just a silly question. I mean, isn't it? It's like, which one of Florida's statutes is the greatest? It sounds like a question that a lawyer would come up with, right? And sure enough, he does. And then Jesus shuts them down. Because he says, it's not one of your your 613 rules. It's this. Love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. Love your neighbor as yourself. This is what all the laws and prophets hang on. And they go, oh, he's a rule breaker. But it's kind of interesting how he's right in between these two groups, the rule breakers and the rule followers. He's really not willing to be considered either one of those. And really, when it comes down to it, well, neither are we. And we can kind of say, well, the inclination of my heart is to be a rule breaker. But occasionally, where I see it fit, I will follow a rule. Or maybe you're a rule follower and you go, well, if I absolutely have to, if somebody's life is in danger, then maybe... I will break this rule. Maybe not, but maybe. I will break this rule. This morning we're celebrating new members. There's going to be a whole bunch of folks up here. And the question kind of goes to them and goes to the other folks that are members here. Why are you a member? Is it because you're following some kind of rule? I mean, I think there's plenty of reason to do that where you go, well, you know, uh, being a part of a church means being a member and I've been here long enough that I figure, well, finally, Pastor Jay can stop emailing me about this. Because it appears to be a rule, at least for him. And I'll become a member. Okay, fine. And some of the rest of us are like, well, no, I'm doing this as a rule breaker. 
Because the world around us increasingly has said, well, being a member of a church, well, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, go to church, fine, you know, on Easter, Christmas, and maybe Reformation Day since the 500th anniversary. That's next Sunday. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to see the next 500. <laughs> but being a member? Really? I mean, you tell some, some of your neighbors that you're a member of a church. You, you might get the same reaction that I get when I tell people that I'm a pastor. Like, oh, 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 I didn't realize that about you. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, uh, we, we're going to have to cancel that dinner that we planned next weekend. And so maybe you're stepping into this all membership thing. Like you're planting a flag, like you're saying, I'm breaking the rules. I'm going to be a member and I'm going to be proud of it and it's going to be great. Or maybe you're saying that for the same reason, but you're saying it because you're following some rules. I'm going to be a member because being a member means that I'm following the rules and that is my show of faithfulness. That's why I'm doing this. But eventually it shouldn't come down to either of those things. And it doesn't come down to either of those things for Jesus, really. Because, you see, what it comes down to with even the Sadducees and the Pharisees is an issue of trust. Because when they're going to Jesus and they're asking Him these questions, they're really asking, well, what can we trust about you? And when it comes to trust, one of the greatest barometers of Trust is if somebody who is normally inclined to be a rule breaker decides to follow the rules for you or for your sake. Then you know, well, that person is trustworthy because normally they would have done this, but they're, they're following the rules for me. Or if somebody is normally a rule follower... They decide that they're actually going to break a rule for you, for your well-being. It's like when the person at the gate at the airport says, well, I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to give you the upgrade. Because we all know the gate attendants, those are today's legalists. I thought that joke was going to go better. But in reality, what people are looking for is trust. They're wondering if they can trust Jesus. And in some ways, people come to us and they're wondering if they can trust us. Can we trust you to make a decision on our behalf, even if it makes you uncomfortable? And that's, I think, why Jesus answers the way that he does. Because the whole reason that you would be able to trust Jesus is because he loves you, right? And so Jesus says, what is the greatest commandment in the law? The greatest commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, and your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. Because if somebody loves you, you can trust them. 
And Jesus knows that full well, being both man and God. And ironically, being both rule breaker and rule follower. That Jesus is able to say, I am coming into this world to break some rules. To break the rule that God isn't a human being. And I broke that rule simply by coming and being born in a manger. To break the rule that God does not dwell with human beings. But then also to break the rule that God does not die on a cross. That He even breaks our human rule of, oh, when you're dead, you don't get up. But he also follows the rules. He follows the righteousness of God. He, in fact, follows them so well that by the time that he's done with about 33 years of human existence, he has not sinned once. That he's even done this amazing thing where he's been able to break the rules and not sin. Which I know you rule followers are like, well, that's, uh, that's not possible. But in Jesus it is. Because what Jesus is showing us is what his heart is like. His heart is a trustworthy heart. His heart is a heart that follows God. No matter if it means breaking the rules or following the rules. His heart is a heart that loves his neighbor. No matter if it means breaking the rules or following the rules. His heart is the heart in which our hearts are reformed into the shape of. And so, for all of you new member folks that are going to be coming up here in just a little bit, it's not about being up here because you are following a rule or because you're breaking a rule. It's because what you are recognizing is that being a part of this community is how God is taking your heart and is shaping it into His. And that is better than following or breaking any rule. Amen.